There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast, and not for nothing, best part of our week, supported by you, where we analyze, and I mean scientifically, there are charts somewhere, basically the sharpie and post-it kind, the hottest trends, the happenings, the things that are the thingiest things that ever thinged, and we do all of this for you, this hard work over a series of uh, group text messages, Instagram posts, things mm-hmm. Eli says, and mm-hmm. visits to the gym. We're not getting a visit from Eli this week, huh? No, no. Eli's still at camp this week. It was a hit, though. Everybody it was a hit. It. Well, yeah. he was delighted to hear it, and he will be back. Mm, too delighted, says mom? No. No? Perfectly okay, delighted. Good delighted. Perfect, yeah, like perfect a, amount a good of delighted. amount. Yep, all right. he was thrilled. Good, good, good. That's awesome. I'm glad to and hear that. And thank you, uh, audience, for indulging yes. in the Eli if you visit. Haven't we won't overdo to it. Eli's minute or two uh, <laughs> or from two. last week, please go back and check last week's show at it's a thing.me. Yeah, if we're being really honest, what happened is producer Rich said he can't come back because he went over time. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he's in the penalty box. He has to wait a week. Not All right. true. Let's, uh, I want to start with uh, a, a theft of a thing. I stole this oh. thing from someone who wrote into another show I do. <laughs> <laughs> like I but said, was- guys, scientific methods. With charts and graphs and peer-reviewed in this case. I'm the peer-reviewing Norm, uh, who wrote into Daily Tech News Show, tipping me off to cocktail shrubs. Oh, yeah. Less less, uh, appealingly named drinking vinegar. Ew. (laughs) I have never heard them called that. That is disgusting. The cocktail shrub is a concentrated syrup uh, that combines fruit, usually fruit juice, but it could be pulped, sugar, and vinegar. The result is a sweet, acidic mixer that can be enjoyed on its own or used in a variety of mixed drinks. Thank you, Norm. Uh, and he sent along a link to thesprueseats.com about how to make your own cocktail shrubs. In fact, oh. it, shrubs are not a thing that you'll find on liquor store shelves in the mixer section, really. Uh, most bars that use them make them yourself, and they're pretty easy to make. You either use an apple vinegar uh, or sometimes uh, a, a red wine vinegar, occasionally a balsamic vinegar, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then you just add in your sugar, could be brown sugar, could be granulated sugar, could be a sugar syrup, and then your fruit. You you squeeze out the juice from your pear or your berries or, or whatever, uh, pulp it up, and uh, then you either cook it or cool it, but you have to, you have to kind of store it for a while to let everything infuse. Uh, okay. And that that's what really makes it the shrub. And then once you have your cocktail shrub, then you use it as a mixer in a variety of mixed drinks. So it's funny because this is de- – so I made a Christmas cocktail uh, two Christmases ago that involved shrub, which is the first time I 
had heard of it. I think okay. I had seen it on a menu at a super snobby restaurant. Yes, like I, I, that's so the only encounter I've had with it myself is right. me- on a menu at a snobby restaurant. Exactly. Totally, which means it is just about. In fact, this this piece on how to make your own is from March of this year. So I think mm-hmm. the fact that it's shown up in super snobby restaurants here on the West Coast, <laughs> heaven help us, means it is just now poised to enter the mainstream. And so I found this recipe for a Christmas cocktail and it was like vodka, uh, cranberry and shrub. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my God, I'm one of those people. It, it took me a day at Christmas season of driving around the Bay area to find it. I had to go to some like super hoity toity Berkeley liquor store to actually find pre-made shrub. To actually find pre-made shrub. And honestly, I did not even know that you could make your own. Yeah. Wow. Um, Wow. It's, okay. I assume it's in the bitters family in terms of mixing, and in fact, they say I was just talking yeah, to somebody who was sense. telling me that they you can make that you sometimes will just have like a fancy uh, bitters with club soda as sort of a mocktail. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this article and sh- says you can do that too. Yeah, shrubs are kind of popular amongst that. Uh, we previously identified the non-alcoholic cocktail uh, trend. Uh, shrub is a is a great way to to make yourself a fun little mixed drink that doesn't have alcohol in it if that's your thing. Also, at oh. Porter in our Discord is sending us uh, pictures of bottles of sparkling <laughs> shrub uh, and uh, element shrub and club cranberry hibiscus element shrub and club, which I, I think is just Whoa. I think it's non alcoholic because it's wow. just shrub and club soda as a soda. Dude, the fact he said, and of course, at Porter knows exactly where to get it. He said it's starting mm. to show up at Whole Foods. Tom, yeah, it's a thing. Yep, yep. Amazing, amazing timing, and the fact that it dovetails with the mocktail or the the sober culture, right? And sober bar trend, amazing, amazing. Yeah, the shrub shrub works both sides of that street. You I want to make it one. alcoholic or not. Except shrub don't care. Works both sides of that street. That's good. That's that's good. It's inappropriate, but I really want to start using it. Um, <laughs> sub thing. That's amazing. I want to make some, and then I want to get it and put it in my hipster mini teardrop ta- trailer that I've decided mm-hmm. I need to buy, and then take it to my drive-in <laughs> campground. And so don't make... look your teardrop trailer. No, it's going to be all shrub, and I'm going to make fancy shrub cocktails at my car camping adventure with my mini teardrop trailer, because those are a thing. And I want one. <sighs> Well, I love this one that, uh, what is it called? The poly drop? The poly like drop. A take on the teardrop camper. <laughs> oh, there's all kinds of, there's all kinds of drops, all kinds of drops. So too many things are converging to make this a thing. And having too many recently, things are converging. Correct. too many things are converging. Yeah, exactly. Now that you're, it's a poly drop, which is a whole <laughs> other Bay area trend. Um, <laughs> Because it's not teardrop shape. It has rough edges. So it it's, a polygon, edges. it's a polygon, therefore polydrop. See yeah. what he did there. And in fact, they're mm. their own company, Polydrops. Hmm. So these, okay, so a couple things are converging. One is that camping is really big with millennials and Gen Xers, which make it makes perfect sense that I myself have hit peak camping interest because as evidenced by that New York Times quiz the other day, I am mm. the world's oldest millennial. I uh I feel like you you're you live on the border. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was basically like you're, you know, by age like just barely in Gen X, but clearly all your behaviors are millennial and I was like, "Xennial, that's my jam." 
And Zenial. so camping apparently has become a lot more popular. And then uh-huh. along with that is the rise of glamping. But then mm-hmm. the thing that people are into the most is now there's this like RV renaissance. But because everybody has their little teeny city cars, it's all about these super lightweight trailers. Right. Because the everyone tra- the hops out to their Tesla and says, I can't pull that. I need something yeah. lighter. Give me a totally. polydrop now. And so I got so excited about this because I was like, this is exactly what I need. Like, I don't necessarily want to buy a new truck. I mean, I'm, I'm down to buy a big camping car. But I was like, wait, if I just got one of these little teardrop trailers, which are like between 1,000 and 1,500 pounds, any car can tow them. They make them so small you can tow them with a motorcycle, which mm-hmm. is fascinating. Nice. And they are – some of them – like some of them have a little kitchenette. This all started actually because I got super obsessed with the Airstream Base Camp, which is their mini trailer. And then I just started realizing they get smaller and smaller and smaller. And there's a company called Little Guy that makes these little teardrop ones. And they get as small as basically just like a rolling bed with storage. And then you open the back lid and there's a little kitchenette in there and maybe like a cooler. I mean, so they're they can be total car camping or they can go all the way up to RV depending on what vehicle you have to to pull them. But they are like, they're the thing now. Sarcastic alert. You know, the, I've heard that they're also <laughs> making ones that you can just fold up and put in your trunk <laughs> and then you just set them up when you camp and you sleep in them. And they're they're like soft-sided. I think they're called oh, tents. Oh, that sounds so fun. Do they have um, air conditioning? Yeah, and you open the electric flap. lights. <laughs> Wait, dude. Do, do, well, that's a, no. That's a great point because that is the the big thing with a with having a camper is the conveniences that you can't get out of a tent. Yeah, when you get small enough to have something be a rolling bed, are you getting air conditioning and stuff? Like, well, yeah. I mean, you can actually because they really? do plug okay. into okay. you know they can plug into like ideally I'd have a small SUV. And something like the little guy Mini Max, which has a little mm-hmm. kitchenette. And this is why I was so into the base camp thing. But it that weighs 3,500 pounds. So right. if you just wanted to start out with like rolling up to the KOA and having a mm-hmm. nice comfy bed to sleep in. And trust me, being able to have a nice comfy bed to sleep in that you rolled up in versus putting tent poles out, <laughs> comfy bed every time. Like yeah. I've, I've fought and that war. A little fridge and a little like place to cook. And, you yeah. know, you can, and then it's the got like a bike. definitely rack. makes a big difference, right? Yep. They're so cute. And then, of course, though, because they are the favorite of the hipsters and the millennials, they get pretty crazy. Like, there's custom ones and bamboo ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> ones with, and then retro, like retro teardrop tailor, trailer is a whole other um, rabbit hole that you can spend a lot of time mm. in. But they are a total thing, and I'm delighted that they're a thing because I'm into it. I'm doing it. Get your it. A retro VW Bug pulling your retro teardrop trailer down to the glamp ground right now. Oh, my God. Well, because, you know, van life has been a thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think right. that actually the, the teardrop and the retro teardrop is like for people who don't necessarily want to invest in the full van. They don't want to go full <laughs> van life. They don't want to be like those horrible gas commercials. What? Those- have you seen, seen the Philip 76 with, I don't remember their names, but it's two couples in a van on a road trip and basically they hate each other in every commercial. It's horrible. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. I don't know. That seems sad. I'm not They're doing that. They're on MLB a lot when I'm watching mm. baseball. That's where I see them. Anyway. I see. Well, I'm not note. traveling with, I'm only traveling with people I like in my retro teardrop <laughs> trailer. 
<laughs> well, these two people are married, supposedly. Oh, see, that's the problem. Yeah. That's why I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> also, on this travel and leisure article that you linked to, uh, there's a, a slideshow. You know how they do the, like, well, read our next thing about gramping, uh, which I guess is taking what? your grandpa camping. And I just want to be... I want gramping to be a thing when I'm a gr- when I'm old. That's what I'm totally to so that yeah. someone will take you camping. Yeah, absolutely. Aww. All right, fair enough. Noted. Noted. We'll just write that down for when we're yes. still doing the show in like thirty five. Whatever years. Uh, retirement community I landed, please note that it better have gramping. Now, one of the things that uh, happens occasionally on this show is Molly and I will actually leave our house and see something <gasps> in uh-huh. the real world, well, well. and uh, that happened to me this past Saturday, Molly. Oh, tell me more. I went to a musical concert. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, a musician named Paul McCartney was playing at Never the Dodgers. Dodger, well, <laughs> he's old. You probably wouldn't know him. Uh, and and we were, we were uh, seated behind this group. I never did quite understand the group. There was a guy kind of in his mid-30s and everybody else was in their 20s. And it was like three girls and two. Anyway. Two of the women in the group were wearing something that looked like cowboy hats. Okay. And I noticed more uh, more other women in the crowd at this Paul McCartney concert, mostly the, the younger. This was an all-ages uh, crowd, but mostly the younger women wearing this thing. Uh, so I texted pictures of, of the hats to Molly, uh, <laughs> and I think we were able to triangulate uh, that this is a Panama hat take kind of a spin on it is that right we think so yeah that it's called a panama hat and apparently according to at least one article on yahoo.com i know it's still around it's internet famous and you have quote seen it on everyone's vacation but the ones you saw were you've seen like the straw panama hat apparently on the internet but the ones you saw were like felt like beautiful fedora fedora material but they were bigger than a fedora they were panama hat size Maybe it's the Fedorama hat. <laughs> Panama. I'm looking it up. Panama Fedora hat. Panama Fedora Fedora Panama. Yeah, uh, but they were everywhere. They were they were like right in front of me. Obviously, that's why I noticed them on those those two ladies, but also uh, elsewhere in the crowd. And I was like, okay, this this is definitely a thing amongst yeah. people in their 20s who like Paul McCartney wearing the uh- Fedorama hat. And it does appear that there is a variety, like you saw, of the Panama hat, which is sort of like a fedora, but bigger, okay. basically. It's like a longer, you know, it's a longer brim, and it's got slightly different crown and things like that. I'm reading a whole article, literally, from March 2019. That tells mm-hmm. you how recent this thing is. Panama hat versus fedora. What's the difference? Because fedora what? had been coming back with the kind of 80s and 90s revival. And maybe Panama is like the cooler. I can tell you that Tom sent photos of these women from at the back, which makes it sound even worse. But anyway, <laughs> no, like of of their hats, they properly were, anonymized yes. photos of their hats. Yeah, and they looked like really stylish people. Oh, they were. They it made were. me want one. Like it worked. <laughs> I was like, it is a thing, and I want one because it looks yeah. awesome. So uh, there you go. When you're headed out to your next musical concert, young ladies. Get yourself a Fedora Ma hat. You need your Panamadora hat. I like Panamadora. Panamadora. Yeah, yep. Panamadora. Panamadora. That's the one. Yeah. 
I'm into the, it's funny, when I was talking about getting this mini teardrop camper, This is, there's no way to sound this without sounding like a jerk, but the car that I have is a BMW. And I was like, I somehow feel that if I were pulling a teardrop trailer with my BMW sedan, that this would somehow encapsulate both sides of my personality per- perfectly, like the Montana and the yeah. California. Right. And then I thought I should turn this into an Instagram called Montana Fornia. Oh, I'm loving Montana Fornia. Don't you think it's so way. good? Yeah. I could do like a little, like the Montana Fornia camping, uh, like wellness kit includes a Swiss army knife and band-aids and also Trader Joe's tea tree oil and a avocado sheet mask. And you could, you could totally capture that gestalt that lots of states have. Montana isn't alone of like, man, all these Californians out here in Montana. Totally. And you could be the uniter that's like, <laughs> Just, look, we you can all get along. We can all get along. We can all get along. Uh, all right. My next thing also was observed by me out in the world. And I am just going to say that it made me want to go home. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it solidified for me that, in fact, uh, this trend has found its way everywhere. And that trend is the booty workout. The butt so workout. The, I was calling it the butt workout. It's all about the glutes. And now, like, we know that butts are a thing. Thank you, Kardashians. And I mean, did they ever really go away? But no, I get what you're saying. In the 80s, they went away. I read a whole article about it related to booty workouts, about how in 80s it was, like, aspirational to have the smallest possible butt. The disappearing butt syndrome of the 1980s. Still roundish. Well, actually, what I find really interesting about this... Well, okay, let me first say that I was at the... this this. I finally was like, oh my God, this is a thing. Because I follow this one sort of fit, fitness Instagram account. And over the last few months, it has morphed into almost exclusively butt, move, butt moves. Like butt workout moves. And these women wow. with these like absurd, like cartoony butts doing these crazy types of squats and just like kickbacks and the, this thing. And I'm like, what? And then their butts look like these giant kind of almost scary melons like that don't even touch in the middle like it's just gotten a little i had to unfollow but i was like whoa and then there i am at my gym which is kind of like a it's a swim and tennis club wow combined with the bmw thing i'm really sounding like an a-hole here but it's got it's like it's pretty old people like it's uh-huh. not a hip gym right it's not right. 24-hour fitness it's not like eclipse or whatever those gyms are called and there's this, and this, there was, this is a young woman. She looks cool, but she's Crunch. got these, like, she's small and she had these scrawny little chicken arms mm-hmm. and this really good booty. And, but, and she was like hauling these like huge heavy weights over and then deadlifting them. And, and it went on for like an hour. And every single exercise that she did was about the butt. And I was so, like, whoa. If I could take a step back, uh, yes. as you said, in the 80s, when I said butts never went away, I mean, like, working on them for whatever reason but in the in the 80s it was reducing right mm-hmm. you want to have the 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 small butt right. uh and Still then firm. sir mix a lot you know as our producer says was the brave voice of dissent in that yep. era yep. uh but you know it was, he was the exception that proved the rule what you're saying is now it's not just that we've gone the other direction but it's also about strengthening and building muscle so it's not just it's not size alone. It's also like the uh, the tone of the butt, maybe. Well, yeah, it, it, there's definitely a large fitness component to it because the mm-hmm. butt has to be, apparently be perfectly smooth like a cantaloupe. Well, a cantaloupe is not. It has to be way smoother than that. Like um, a watermelon. Like a watermelon. Yeah. So I think there's a, a but 
It's more about the obsession with building the size. So, because these are, when you're working with that much weight, you're going for size. Like you are trying to enlarge in the bootay. I mean, you can enlarge it without working out though. Right. But it has there to be. There are like, ways. I see there what you're are, saying. So yes, it has pie. to be large and also fit. Yeah. Right. No, there's a, there's a, that's the interesting part about it. Right. Yep. And we've, what had I, our, we've had the Baroque period in our, in our world, but that wasn't a fit. Baroque, you know, not Baroque was butt. not about fitness. Totally. This cannot be like a bumpy butt. And yeah. what is also interesting is that it's it's compared to the last big fitness trend, which is only just now starting to fade, which was CrossFit. Yeah, And right. people are we still really into that. CrossFit. But the CrossFit body style, especially for women, is the exact opposite of everything mm-hmm. I am now seeing in the mm-hmm. fitness world. Because, like, that is, I mean, the women I know who were super into CrossFit had big, broad shoulders, mm-hmm. like, really narrow hips, almost no butt. And, you know, some of them still did, but it, but it was a really, like, an arms and shoulders focused workout and just a very different look. And so the idea that the fitness world is kind of morphing in this, like, booty direction is fascinating. And, like, sure enough, I found an article about, you know, oh, you'll love this Olympic athlete's booty workout. Olympic gymnast, six-minute booty workout. Like, there are entire wow. workouts now designed for the butt. What, is it an over-interpretation, and it very well may be, uh, to say that for the first time since we hit peak thin obsession with Twiggy in the 60s, that we might be swinging back towards not, thin not always being in? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. That's without amazing. a doubt. That's a like, huge cultural shift. It's a huge cultural shift. Exactly. And even when we went away from thin, it still went to like extreme fitness. Right. Right. In the CrossFit look. And so now it's this combo and it really is all about this like big. I would argue CrossFit was uh, was still thin, just not skinny. Exactly. It was thin, right? but it was like muscular and healthy. Yeah, but it was yeah. still was like all about. And now this is like, I mean, literally women are attempting to achieve what's called the shelf with the way that they're and and it gets borderline alien looking at times right because it's this teeny little waist and then the shelf like booty and then and now there's of course like there's of course all these weird there's lifts and there's some sort of like fire cupping thing where they use like a superheated cup to like pull it and and yeah it's gotten pretty messed up and there's implants there are actually butt implants you know, and 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 as we have found on this show over the years, uh, as soon as a trend gets super popular, it gets real messed up real fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the booty thing has gotten real messed up real fast. But hmm. I can, I think we can now say it is a bona fide workout and fitness trend if it's happening at my like old people gym. <laughs> That's fascinating. Yeah. Also, I was like, I hate my body and I want to go home. Because that lady, she really wow. That, but that's all those trends make everyone hate their body because few people actually fit whatever the trend's ideal is, right? That's yep. the worst part of it. Also, it's, it's, I, you know, in the eighties, hilariously, it was all about super big on men, right? The super big chests and giant arms and the little chicken mm-hmm. legs, and that was kind right. of the running joke. Like there was Fabio with his little chicken legs, and now it's like <laughs> little chicken arms, like these huge butts and these little chicken arms. <laughs> crazy, crazy. It's, such a, it's um, a weird world we live in. If you are a follower of our Patreon, you will have already heard Molly talk about the only thing that matters this week at all. But uh, <laughs> if, if you can give them a tease of what they might hear in the bonus uh, material. Am I far away? Far enough away? Because I don't want to like ruin anyone in anyone's day. But oh my sorry, God, what? you guys. Oh my God.
bum, 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 bum. And then it just climbs higher and higher. And then it goes, there's like a key change. Did you guys see the Top Gun trailer? It was a pretty oh, exciting day. Yes, I did. Yes. Pretty exciting. Top Gun pretty, 2. Pretty darn, uh, pretty darn everything a fan of the original Top Gun would want. <gasps> okay. You will have already heard this also if you're a patron, a patron, and I'm sorry, but like, it's my number one favorite movie ever. I'm going to tell you a story about a blind date that I went on once, not very long ago, within the past, I don't know, four or five years, five years. And I'm on this date and Top Gun had been for a brief period, I think because it was like its 30 year anniversary or something, it was re-released in theaters and I had been attempting to see it. For weeks, and I'd been constantly traveling and just constantly working. I was shooting the Always On series for CNET, so mm. we were just like all over hell and back all the time. And it was the last night that Top Gun was in theaters, and I'm sitting there on this date, and I'm just like tapping my fingers. And this guy sort of he was, he was like a doctor, and he was a little <laughs> uptight, like a little mm. snobby. Like, mm. oh, I don't, I don't like to hike when there's you know concrete. And so finally, I go listen. Here's the deal. My absolute favorite movie in the world, my number one favorite movie, is in a limited re-release in theaters, and it is playing right this second, right across the bridge in Oakland. And I, if we leave now, we can make it, and then I will like you. Otherwise, I'm pretty, I'm gonna hate you. Like I'm sorry, but I'm gonna sit here all night and hate you. And to his credit, he was at first. He thought I was just saying that I was gonna leave and go on the go to the movie. And instead, I was like, no, 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 like, don't be a dum-dum. You know, this is your chance. You can come to the... Yeah. And then he goes, okay, I'll totally go to the movie. What movie is it? Top Gun? <laughs> and I saw his, like, snobby little smart guy face just fall. Oh. He's like, Ugh. But he did it. He came. He did it. He oh, went well, to the movie. He got a second date. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, you're awful. But good job, <laughs> that guy. And it was previously the one of the more fun times I've had watching Top Gun because it was like remastered and the sound was amazing and a blah, 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 blah. And then this week, the trailer for Top Gun 2 dropped and I watched it one million times. <laughs> one million times. And we, uh, and we are going to have to wrap up the show early today so that Molly can continue to watch the trailer on repeat. <laughs> Thank you for now. being with... No, I'm just kidding. I have to go. <laughs> I am just, I just, I know, I know, I know it's jingoistic. I know it would have been great if they remade Top Gun with like a lady or a couple lady pilots. I think I saw like well, one I mean, Captain token Marvel, hot lady, whatever. Pretty close, yeah. Captain Marvel was pretty close. That's true. I got the good, all the good Top Gun vibes, but I don't care. I lost my ever-loving mind when I realized that the ageless, in fact, aging in reverse Tom Cruise is still playing Pete Maverick. I died. I died! <laughs> I am dying. <laughs> uh, she, anyone who didn't know me by uh, anyone who didn't know me net yet knows me now, and I yeah. get it. If you if you all want to back out now, I get it. This is one of the filter questions, folks. It really is the only thing that matters this week at all. So, how do you feel about Top Gun? Uh, hey, how do you feel about Top Gun? Oh, like, I'm, fine. I'm, like fine. I'm not super. As, I, I can't. I can't compare. How could I compare to that? <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing it. It is not, and I, and I say this with all the love in my heart, my oh, my favorite movie of all time, which no way should diminish it being your favorite movie of all time. So uh, I just, I can't, and it doesn't. anything it doesn't. I say will pale in comparison to your enthusiasm, but I'm looking forward to it. 
Uh, all right, we should move on. We should move on. We should let some other people talk. Uh, yeah, I'm I want to pull this one out plenty. of the disc- Discord. Uh, I think it follows up perfectly uh, to this. Uh, Lakshada today at 7.45 a.m. Uh, started a thread. So that Cats trailer is certainly oh, yeah. something. That was one. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a thing, which I haven't seen. Have you seen the Cats trailer? I hadn't watched oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, my, my, be honest, uh, did you not know about Cats, people? Because... This is what the Broadway play stage musical is. Yeah. <laughs> Just with some digital fur, which, okay, <laughs> a little bit weird, but I really only started to notice it about halfway through the trailer. The thing people are freaking out about is like, these are people as oh. cats. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, and they didn't know. That's the musical. That's, that's what cats is. So kind of tells you how old we are, huh? Yeah. Like there were literally people on Twitter who were just like, I don't know, what is what's the deal with cats? What is that? Oof. Is cats to this day or is did Lion King surpass it as the longest running Broadway musical? Oh, good question. I I think cats is still still has total days. It it wasn't continuous though. Maybe Lion King got the continuous, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it is long running. But that's it is for sure. better than cats is what you say about something that's amazing, right? Yep. Like for, for a reason. And that reason being some people are as excited about cats, the musical as Molly is about Top Gun. <laughs> that's true. That's a true thing. Yeah, guys. It's not true us. Um, but that this trailer is not for you. If you don't like the musical. Yeah. That's what I be think. really clear. Like this is not one that you're going to go to, which is tricky. Yeah, I wondered if it's Phantom of the Opera. It is Phantom of the Opera, followed uh, by it? Chicago. Okay. Cats really, is by fourth. Chicago? Huh. Whoa, Cats is fourth. Wow, mm-hmm. it fell down there, huh? Yeah. Uh, Les Mis actually might be the... Or is the longest one? Oh, it's the, Les Mis is the longest-running West End musical in history in London. Oh, that's in London, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, uh, I hope that a bunch of people don't go to Cats thinking like... I don't know, thinking it's not going to be that because it's going to be that. For sure. No, that, uh, hopefully the trailer will be enough to sort those people out right away. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, let's see. Michael wrote to us and said, hey, short time listener since this year. Welcome. Oh, cool. And thank you for, you know, joining us already in progress. Eli Wood, that's adorable, has a good idea on how challenge things get started and said, I want to add an additional vector, which is Reddit. But specifically... Mm. The Reddit channel r slash U-M-B-G-B-B-I-V-V-V-T-H and it's with the G, which is an abbreviation for upvoted, not because girl, but because it is very cool. However, I do concede that I initially clicked because girl. That is a state. That is a, 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 a that is a state that happens with people. Yeah, it is, especially on the Internet. And then apparently they just put like a bunch of cool things in there and then they become they become trends. And he first saw the bottle cap challenge. In on that, that subreddit, yeah, subreddit, yeah, and Reddit is uh, the all ages show of the internet, right? Everybody loves, well, loves is the wrong word. Everybody <laughs> uses Reddit, Every, yes, <laughs> including the kids these days. In yeah. case you're wondering, uh, and then uh, one of our favorite thing spotters, Shannon K, has noticed a thing. For the past few years, Amazon <laughs> has had a Prime Day sale event. This year, I noticed that other retailers are having online sales the same days, July 15th and 16th. The first are. one I noticed was Target offering their Christmas in July online sale. That, that goes back before Prime Day. Nice use of that word. American Girl having an online sale on the 18-inch dolls the same day. My favorite, though, is when I got an email from Discount Dance Supply advertising a 
Prima Day sale. Oh, clever. Prima Day. I wow. uh, also noticed that Amazon is doing home shopping channel style streaming video coverage for Prime Day. They've actually been doing that for other things, too. Oh, really? uh, they've had that channel for a while. Yeah. Um, and then she said responses. Smiling. When I worked at Disneyland in the early 2000s, we were trained to guest services with the four keys. Safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency. And encouraged to say things like, have a magical day. Dang. I mean, if Hi- it was going to start anywhere, it was going to be Disney. Yeah, it makes sense. Hydro Flask. My husband works at Blizzard and received a custom logo Hydro Flask last year. The other night at the dance studio, two moms were designing their own water bottles on the Hydro Flask website. It's a thing. Uh, anytime Shannon confirms the thingness of a thing, the it's thing like the is a thing. Final stamp, right? It like, really is. Yeah. It really is. Thing spotter extraordinaire. Uh, you too can be a thing spotter extraordinaire or uh, a simple supporter Actually, that's the most important job that you can have. Uh, be a supporter, a member of It's a Thing at patreon.com slash it's a thing where you can support us at, I don't know, like a buck an episode if you want to or more. You get access to uh, our Discord, which is a live chat channel where you can talk to us during recordings and an ad free RSS feed and bonus content, which in this case consists of me singing a bunch more Top Gun yeah. theme song. Uh, Sorry. For free. Nope, there's some beer stuff well, in there. Not for free. Yeah. Well, there's also beer. Yeah. There's beer. Banquet beer you can also email us your things uh we love to hear from you feedback at it's a thing dot me thank you for listening supporting participating singing along and we'll talk to you next time bye everybody even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.